If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and this is your lucky day because you are listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldenine, uh, come together, two great minds. Uh, at this point, we're like a hive mind. Yeah. We cycle together. If you've listened to any of our previous shows, <laughs> um, we come together, we pick a topic every week. It's usually very pertinent to things that are going on in the world as we know it. It's right. Timely. Um, and we come up, use all of our energies focused like a superhero's laser eye beam yeah to come up with incredible out of the box ideas for getting rich getting you rich yes getting you rich and we don't charge you for this no up front no we don't we're not like you know shark tank people where you come up with all the idea and you do all the work and we just are silly little investors who then say we want 80% of your company. No, we don't do that. We don't do that at all. We give you the ideas. We give you the foundation yeah. for which to build your wealth. Yeah. And all we ask in return, Noel, is 10%. You go out there, you make your millions, your billions, your trillions, and you give us 10%. That's the deal. Tithe us. That's right. We are pouring your foundation. For free, essentially. For free. And then you are building the castle. Yeah. Upon our backs. That's right. And we don't want, like I said, we don't want 50%. No. We don't want 80%. No. We don't want 90%. No. We don't want you to only have uh, sweat equity. No. We want you to have equity. Equity. Yeah. You're, we, it's a 10-90 it's a, a split. Yeah. If you were in any business deal Yelp. and someone said, I'm only going to take 10% and you get 90%. Yeah, bargain. And I'm going to give you all the ideas. Yeah. I'm going to pump you full of information. The inspiration. Yeah. Now, much Tony Robbins makes a fucking fortune. Yeah, he's rich. Pumping people full of inspiration. Yeah. He doesn't even give you ideas. He just gives you motivation. Exactly. That's it. We're so much more than Tony Robbins. <laughs> we are so much more than and Tony all Robbins. All we want is 10% of your wealth. That's right. We pump you full of ideas. You're loving this pumping full of ideas <laughs> concept. You really. <laughs> um, so it's been a week. Yep. And I have not seen Noel. No. And it makes me look him dead in the eyes as I sit across from yeah. him. His cherubic cheeks. I thought you were going to shave. I, I am going to shave. there was a shave coming soon. I got to go to a wedding next week, and I'm going to wait till after that. Okay. Um, and the question I have, Noel, is yep. how was your week, buddy? My week was good. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot going on. Uh, I was thinking about something. What? With all the uh, hype of the impending eclipse, which I'll be in the airport uh, during, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking about when I was a kid and there were eclipses. Um, and they would like put card, like black all the windows. And then get all the kids into the gym 
just to make sure that nobody looks and burns their eyeballs out. They didn't teach you. They didn't get the little glasses and no, teach you they, how to. They <laughs> were just scared. Hit us. Yeah, they just hit us. <laughs> how old were you? Uh, there was a big one I remember when I was like maybe seven, something wow. like that. That's terrible that they hid you from that. I think what they they had it on TV. I think. Uh huh. And then they also had like. I remember at one point there was like someone had the door open and he had one of those uh one of those little box projector things where you put the pinhole right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and they had some setup so we could see that. Okay. That uh, they should at least do that for you. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the door was open and your buddy little Timmy walked over there and looked straight up and then was <laughs> and his eyeballs burned out of his head. Yeah. And we never watched an eclipse again. No. No, he never watched anything. Never watched anything. <laughs> just heard it. Yeah. <laughs> he heard the eclipse. Yeah. He could hear the moon. Well, he could smell it because your senses would get stronger. Yes. Yes. When one sense goes away, the other four take up the slack. Yeah. And then the f- the sixth sense. Yeah. Umami. <laughs> umami. <laughs> just watch a cooking show if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, is that your story? That's my story. Okay, that was a solid story based on the topic today because the topic today is is the eclipse. That's how, right. How to get rich, how to reap rewards, uh huh, from the hiding of the sun by the moon, or vice versa. You know, or vice versa. I I concentrated it on solar. It's not eclipses. really. Yeah, I did too. But it's not really. Uh, it's not really a lunar eclipse. Is not the sun blocking the moon. No. It's the earth getting between the moon and the sun yeah. and casting a shadow. Basically, whenever you see the moon uh, super orange, yeah. that's a lunar eclipse. Do you know why we have... Are these fun facts? Is this the fun I, facts I have some section? fun facts. I, I read love, a lot I, about uh, eclipses. I like fun facts. Do you know why uh, we get eclipses the way we do, solar eclipses? The way we do? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I understand the question, but why don't you enlighten me? Okay. The moon mm-hmm. is 400 times smaller than the sun. Yes. The diameter. Yep. It's also 400 times closer than the sun. So they appear to be the same size mm-hmm. to our eyes. Yep. And that's why it blocks it out. Yep. Yes. I did know that, as a matter of fact. Did you know in 600 million years, uh-huh. uh huh, some tidal force will have pushed the moon away a little further, and we <clears throat> won't have complete eclipses anymore. Really? Yep. In 600 years? 600 million 600 years. million years. Yeah. Well, I don't imagine there will be any humans around in 600 million years on North this Koreans. planet Earth. You think that's <laughs> going to be the only humans left? Well, they're certainly, of, of the countries that are on this planet now, they're certainly the most accustomed to living with the least. Yeah. You know, making do with whatever the Earth gives them. So uh, maybe they will be the ones that survive. It'll be cucarachas. That's not humans. No. I said humans. But maybe by then they will be. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. That makes me sad. But 600 that's a long time, 600 million years. Yeah, it is. And it's a tidal shift, huh? It's something to do with the tides. Hmm. I always thought that the tides were controlled by the moon and not vice versa. They are. But there's some friction between them. Really? Yeah. I don't understand that at all. I don't either, but it's so very I believe it. I, you know, I guess what makes people into flat earthers yeah. 
and uh, and believe those sort of like not believe in science is because science is so complex and so nothing about it is obvious. Yeah. I mean, in some cases it is, it, it is, but you know, nothing about it is obvious and the relationships are, you know, seem like speculation if you don't actually study this shit. And, and it's so hard to understand for the average person that, uh, you know, it's just easier to go, yeah, no, it's all a lie. <laughs> the earth is flat. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so. Yeah. Eclipses. Yeah. As we said. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to get rich with eclipses. Yeah. And it will be a good test of our uh, man monthly cycling mm-hmm. if uh, if we have a similar or same thing yeah. again today. Even if we have things that cross, like no, the sun I and mean, the moon. I mean same. I don't think we'll have the same. Okay. Well, okay. you didn't think we were going to have the same last episode. That's true. And it turned out that I had to just, like, go on to something else. Okay. It was so on the money. <laughs> Great we, minds. We won't be. Won't be this time. <clears throat> Great minds. I guarantee you. All right. All right. So, guys, eclipses. We're going to get rich with them right now. Uh, strap on your uh, your glasses because this is going to be bright, bright flash of money coming at you. <laughs> strap on your big old eclipse dildo. <laughs> uh, so, I was reading all sorts of things about eclipses. Um Ancient people were way into them. Uh, here's another uh, good. <laughs> here's another good. Uh, hey man, those ancient peoples were way into yeah, eclipses. The, man. Uh, here's another good uh, eclipse fact. Uh-huh. There was a uh, <clears throat> war going on between uh, the people that were in Turkey and the people that were in Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, long, long, long time ago. Are we talking uh, before Christ? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like before anyone knew anything about eclipses. Okay. And uh, there was a total eclipse right over a major battle. Oh, boy. And everyone stopped and just ended the war. They yeah. were like, nope, I guess we're not supposed to be doing this. That's right. God's going to kill us all. <laughs> yep. Whatever the gods are, are unhappy about this thing. Yeah. I wish that could work right now. Yeah. I wish that it would come over and Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un would be like, oh, we should shut up. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Uh, so- I uh, came across an article about a man in England uh, who was born with the name John Rothwell. Uh, he now goes by King Arthur. He had his name <laughs> legally changed to whatever, Arthur Pendragon or whatever it was. Uh-huh. Uh, he used to be the head of an outlaw biker gang. Okay. Uh, today, he's the elected battle chieftain of the Council of British Druid Orders, King Arthur and his loyal Arthurian... War band. Okay, you need to repeat that because okay. that was a fucking mess. <laughs> All right. Uh, today, he's the elected battle chieftain of the Council of British Druid Orders, King Arthur and his loyal Arthurian war band. Okay. And they represent the political wing of Britain's neo-Druid community. The neo-Druid community. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a political wing of the neo-Druid community. Yeah. The alt-Druids. The alt-Druid, yeah. <laughs> uh, he fought to have the Druids uh, able to access Stonehenge for religious purposes. Mm-hmm. So they can go there now uh, during eclipses, during uh, the equinox, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff they can go there for. Uh, but you know what? Be- anyone who says that they're a Druid can now, too. 
So apparently a lot of like drunk college students just say they're druids and go there. Uh, <laughs> uh, he knighted Ken Kesey uh, at a total eclipse in the 70s. Well, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ken Kesey, if anyone doesn't know, is the author of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm -hmm. He was uh, one of the Merry Pranksters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So, started looking up things about this coming eclipse. A lot of articles about the best place to watch them. On every single one, every one, there is Carhenge, Nebraska. Car hinge. Yeah, and it's a stone hinge made out of cars. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and of course, it's on every list because who wouldn't want to watch it there, right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it it's too late to make something like that for this eclipse, which mm-hmm. uh, at the time of this airing will be two days from now. Right. Uh, so uh, we got to think further. Uh, Carbondale, Illinois is in the path of totality for <clears throat> both the 2017 and 2024 eclipse. There's going to be another one in seven years. Where is this? Carbondale, Illinois. Carbondale, Illinois. It is in southern Illinois. It is uh, <clears throat> home of SIU, Southern Illinois University. Uh-huh. Have you been to Carbondale? I have been to Carbondale. Uh, yeah. So uh, what you need to do, you need to buy land by Carbondale. Mm-hmm. As much as possible. Uh, and, for example, I looked, and there is 18 acres in Jackson County, which is where Carbondale is, uh, with a house and a barn for 105. <laughs> you actually went and did the uh, did a search for them. Yeah. That's great. Uh, for 105 grand, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't want any structures built on it, you can get, like, double the land for the same amount of money. Right. Uh, so what you're going to do is you're going to buy a big lot of land. You're going to buy, you're going to build a Stonehenge bigger than Carhenge. Yeah. So I don't know, may, maybe one 18 wheelers. Or do it, make it out of stone. Or make it out of stone. Make a stone, or make tree henge. Make tree henge. Corn henge. Corn henge. There's the corn palace, right? There's, I think in Nebraska, somewhere in Nebraska, there's the corn palace uh-huh. where it's like a giant building made entirely out of corn. Really? Yeah. That's cool. You could do something like that. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, and in the middle of this Stonehenge, you're going to build a big old Mayan pyramid. Oh, nice. Right? Yep. Uh, in 2024, you will be the place above anywhere else in the world to see the eclipse. You can charge a lot of money. Uh, what are you going to do till then? Well, you make it a crazy party, mystical campground where you have fests, concerts, renaissance fairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would go? As Everybody. I said, Carbondale's home to Southern Illinois University, right. which is, by the way, a big-time party school. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that why you were in Carbondale? No. Uh, my aunt was married to a man uh, from there. Oh, okay. Uh, and so the area is also a vacation spot for people from Chicago and St. Louis. Uh, and how do you know you won't get shut down? Well, the area was also the 2007 to 2013 home to the Gathering of the Juggalos. 
It was the longest it was anywhere by far, and I, I read the whole history of the Gathering uh-huh. of the Juggalos. It's the only place that never kicked them out. They moved somewhere else on their own. Everywhere else, they've only done like one or two years, and then they people are like, you can never come back here again. Yeah, well, have you ever... I mean, the Juggalos are... I've always thought we should do a show on the Juggalos, yeah. but there's no way to make money off of the Juggalos. <laughs> like, the only Someone people is. who have figured out how to make money off the Juggalos are Shaggy and Too Dope. Okay. Uh, because they are basically the cult leaders of the Juggalos. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but that is how you know you won't get shut down and you can have a crazy place. Uh, so you can make solid money. You'll you'll be well in the green by the time the next eclipse comes to the point where you'll be able to throw a mega show. Yeah. And you can have, like, <clears throat> Ozzy step out and start playing from the top of the Mayan pyramid in the middle of the Stonehenge right as the moon starts crossing the sun. Yeah, I mean, you can do, you can do an incredible, with that much acreage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do this incredible mixed mysticism, music, Eclipse Festival there. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how they're, how how in these concerts like Lollapalooza or, you know, Pick Your Poison, Coachella, any yeah. of them, they have side stages. Yeah. So instead of side stages, right, so you have the big corn henge with the, uh, <clears throat> or oat henge or whatever yeah. it's going to be with the big Mayan temple in the middle, you could have a Zoroaster thing off, you know, two acres the other way for people who are into that. You know, you could have... Uh, uh, you know, King Ghoul, sure. you know, over there, whatever, anyone who's fucking crazy, ancient religious order that, because they all, yeah. all worshipped uh, uh, eclipses, yeah. right? I mean, how big would deal was like, you know, e- all the calendars, the Mayan and the Aztec and all the South American calendars were all, had all the eclipses on them. Yeah. Right. And they would all do major parties for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring it back, man. Yeah. You're 100% right. That that main stage, though, heavy metal meltdown. It's yeah. It's got to be for an eclipse. Sure, sure. As I said, Ozzy, way up there. He, Ozzy's probably the best guy to have sing during the eclipse. Yeah, if he can still uh, sing by the time the next one rolls around. Well, if not, maybe we'll have Robo Ozzy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> cockroach Ozzy. Yeah, Cockroach Ozzy. 600 million years North when Korean there's Cockroach no- Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> North Korean cockroach Ozzy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's That'll be all the entertainment there is. Yeah. Um, that's a great idea, Noel. Yeah. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Eclipse Fairgrounds. And, you know, once you, because you're going to make so much money off of that, you know, you when you map out all of the eclipses, where they're going to be and how they're going, uh-huh. you can buy property in all those all sort over. of areas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can just have these fairgrounds. That are entirely just geared around Eclipse. Yeah. Um, which is uh, uh, a good tie-in, okay. sort of, All right. to uh, to my next thing. Because talking about the Eclipse and people going to see the Eclipse, while I was looking up, I found this entire enormous community uh-huh. of what are known as umbrophiles. Okay. Have you heard this phrase before? No. I don't know how it breaks up. I don't know what umbra means. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's moon or something like that. But basically, it is the official name of an eclipse chaser. Okay. There's a huge yes, there are. community yes. of eclipse chasers. I work with a guy who is, uh, he and his wife 
uh, went from England. They live in England, and they're going to like Jackson Hole or something like that, uh, which they booked like two years ago mm-hmm. to see the Eclipse. Yeah, and and that's what happened. And these people plan all of their vacations around eclipses. Yep. Um, like so, here's some stuff, right? Um, we have this eclipse coming, right? Um, it's the f- the one that we're having. It's the uh, first total solar eclipse in the U.S. since 1979. Yeah, that's a long time. Yep. Right. And these eclipses follow paths. You can't see them from everywhere. No. And you're certainly maybe you'll see partial eclipses depending on where you are, or no eclipse at all. I think is a possibility depending on where you are. Sure. Right. Fair enough. And um, like. The sort of n- numbers on this are kind of surprising. So, like, a partial eclipse, uh, a, a total eclipse happens somewhere on the Earth about every year and a half. Yeah. Right? That's a pretty decent amount. A partial eclipse happens at least twice a year somewhere on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the total eclipse, mm-hmm. where you are actually in the path, on average, uh, th- I read this, this uh, uh, the same spot on Earth only gets to see a total solar eclipse for a few minutes about every 375 years. Okay, that's a pretty good, like... In if, one spot. In w- in the yeah. same spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Except like Unless you're in Carbondale, Illinois. They got one, and then another one seven years. That's uh, surprising. Yeah. That's, that's not common, right? And so... You have these people who know, and it's a large community. Yeah. It's hundreds of thousands, if not more people, that are booking in advance. I mean, it's amazing. When you, I read all, I started, got, got kind of into like, like, what's the deal with these people, yeah. right? Because I remember the eclipse of 79. Yeah. You know, I was, I was nine years old. So at that's the time. when I must, I yeah. must have been yeah. thinking up. And I remember for some reason, I feel like in St. Thomas, we could, we, we were able to see it. And I sort of, it wasn't, we didn't get the full eclipse. It was a partial eclipse. And I do remember like having the glasses and looking up and I wasn't like, I thought it was like, oh, it got really kind of like overcast. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And the light was weird. It was that, that weird sort of like, it wasn't sunlight. Everything was sort of brown all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And, and and it was sort of cool, but I didn't. It didn't move me in any way. Uh-huh. But when you hear interviews with these eclipse chasers, oh, man, yeah. I mean, this like literally saying things like, "This is one quote is this is like looking upon the eye of God." That's the nearest thing I could equate it to. Uh, another guy saying talking about like their first experience with it, right? Another guy saying he was completely unprepared for the vision he saw in the sky, for how intense the feeling was yeah. all of a sudden being lifted in his consciousness of the globe off this two-dimensional life he was living, it opened up a three-dimensionality that I was not prepared for. In some sense, I've spent the past 26 years also trying to come to terms with that. Wow. Right? And this was, this guy that they that this that particular quote from uh-huh. not like some hippie dippy bullshit. Yeah. You know, not some guy who wants to sit in a pyramid and look up in ohm. Right. This is a guy who is like an engineer, has a real job, a family, the whole thing. Yeah. He will not go on vacation for two years to save up the money to go solar eclipse. Prices for everything eclipse. Like if you tried to book an Airbnb yeah. in Casper, Wyoming, for instance, uh, where the it's directly in the path, uh, houses are renting for five to seven thousand dollars a week. Yeah. In a place where normally it's hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Okay. 
And there are people paying him, yeah. booked up for years in advance, like you say. While I was reading this this thing, one guy was talking about how he was going to to an eclipse, and he in 1990, and he managed to convince a commercial airline to change the itinerary of their flight. Um, and what he did was he noticed that there was one particular flight from Honolulu to San Francisco where if they were to delay the flight by 40 mu- not 41 minutes, they would be over the Pacific Ocean and they'd be able to see the total eclipse of the sun. He called the airline and said and told them this, and they thought it was a great idea, and they s- shifted the time of their flight. Wow. And he took that that flight. Cool. Right? And I thought... Then I was sort of looking and I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. Airline travel following the path. There's someone doing it. There's a plane doing that. Really? There's, uh, there's, it's, it was, I can't remember what the price was, but they uh, filled up the, the, sold out the plane and it's trying, doing its best to follow the path. So you will have the longest period of time of actually being in the eclipse as possible. Great idea, right? Great idea. But then I thought, you know, that's cool, but you're in a fucking airplane, right? The windows, how big are the windows? They're like the size of your head. Yeah. That's not the experience, is it? That's not the experience you want. No. And I thought back to our uh, episode on blimps. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I thought to myself, these blimps are huge, right? They can go up to 10,000 feet in the air. They can fly at 100 miles an hour, and they can carry these just massive glass-enclosed things. So you're like in a terrarium or in some kind of open gla- glass-enclosed, obviously, but you know you're, you can see 360 degrees, basically, yeah. right? And if you are one of the people who is making a fortune off of our blimp ideas, you have the blimps. Yeah. They're there. You can do so many things with these. So... All these people, like, so that was the first one. Be up in the air when this is happening and follow it for as long as you can in a blimp where you're just, like, up in the heavens with it, right? Talk about being touched. Yeah. Right? So that was one. Make a clear blimp. Exactly, where you can just see through the whole thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, come on now. Be like Wonder Woman blimp. Oh, the invisible blimp. (laughs) (laughs) That's like for Sloth Man. Yeah. He's got the invisible blimp. He doesn't really get anywhere too quickly, but, you know, it's cool. Um, But then I thought, what about all the sort of really remote areas where these uh, things happen that you can't get to? Like middle of the ocean. Right, exactly. Or even, you know, on a mountaintop in some place that you it's just, like, impossible to get to. Or you'd have way out of your price range. Or, you know, you have to have certain skills. Blimps, we talked about it. They don't need to land like a plane. They just settle down. Yeah. Right? So you can go to the most out-of-the-way place, the most beautiful. You're selling not just the eclipse, but the experience, right? Yeah. The surroundings, everything about it. So, yeah, that's my idea. You're And... And I mean, I'm looking at things that like uh, there's a cruise going on right now. The cruise to totality, it's called. And uh, it's 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 taking passengers to view the eclipse over the South Pacific. 
a birth, and this is for the next total solar eclipse, which is in 2019, uh-huh. a birth in the least expensive stateroom is $8,000 per person. Wow. Per person. So it's not like per room. If you're, you and your wife, well, you don't have a wife, but you and someone were to uh, go get a room together, it's 8000 per. It's $16,000 for that room. Yeah. I, I mean, you can charge anything you want for this. Yeah. And use that blimp for something else. Another blimp idea. It's a double double dose. It's a blimp idea and an eclipse money-making yeah, idea. Yeah, I like it. It's great. You know, one of the things I had seen uh, was in, I think it was also in Wyoming, somewhere around Jackson Hole, mm-hmm. uh, you could get a helicopter ride to the top of this mountain, and you had to book uh, with six people. Mm-hmm. And it would be a thousand bucks a person. And basically, what they're doing is they're from a couple of hours before the before the eclipse. Mm-hmm. They're just taking helicoptering trips of six people up constantly, right? Until right before the eclipse, and then right after, they start taking people down. And I think uh-huh. they give you lunch up there, right? Yeah, and it's a thousand bucks a person. There you go. I can't even think of how many trips they're going to make. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yep, if they have a hundred people up there, that's a hundred thousand bucks made in like three hours. Yeah, basically, yeah. right? You know, three to five hours of, of actual work. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money, guys, in eclipses. But what else is there? A lot of money in Noel. There's a lot of money in selling your soul to corporate America. That's right. That's why every week Josh and I explore ways that we are pursuing selling our our souls, our dreams, our ideals. Our morals, corporate America, for fun and profit. Mm. That's why we have what we like to call our newest segment, Josh Noel Sellout, in which we explore these ways of doing it. You know the traditional our ways. Our year-old newest yeah. segment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, you know the traditional ways, guys. I feel like that speaks volumes about our creative <laughs> process. <laughs> uh, you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org Web page, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor link, and pledge an amount that'll come out every month for the rest of the season. I think it's three months left at this point. So if you pledge a dollar a month, that's three dollars, guys. Cheapos. Uh-huh. That means Noel and I would get a dollar fifty of that, which we would then split. Yeah. And you would be giving us seventy five cents each. Seventy five cents each. Which would literally buy us nothing in New York. Nothing. No, uh, uh, like dime candies, like the loose candies. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, and half that money would go to Radio Free Brooklyn and buy them two nothings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or if you hate us, double the nothing. Double the nothing, double the fun. Uh, if, if if you hate us, you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org webpage. Mm-hmm. Hit the pledge link mm-hmm. and sponsor. Uh, you know, uh, pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount. Uh, all that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Not a red penny will come to Josh and I. And the beauty of that is, no uh-huh. what? Is that you get to leave a message. And you get to say, you guys, cancel these idiots. They are they don't know anything about eclipses, and they're doing a show about eclipses. I do, though. I'm going to give you some more facts. Uh <laughs> So you'd be wrong. Uh, <laughs> all Look, the money have, would go to Radio I have Free Brooklyn. Wikifacts that yeah. I can pass out on you. And because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 
organization, charitable right. organization, <clears throat> you get to write that money off. So basically, it's like you're paying nothing yeah. to control our lives on the radio. Yeah, we will be your 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 marionettes, basically. Yep. We are. We're the little puppet people. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> but you guys, once again, the, the real money, the life-changing money, <clears throat> the money we're after is corporate sponsorship. Yeah, daddy. Yeah. So, you know, Ray-Ban, get in there. Oh, good call. Yeah. Um, what else? What are, cameras. Cameras. Camera. <laughs> cameras. Pinhole camera makers. Yeah. You could buy those. I know when I was a kid, and they probably still sell them, you could buy those, like, pinhole camera kits. Yeah. Which is all that that uh, viewing thing is. That's a pinhole camera without the film involved. Yeah. So if you just get a pinhole camera and look through the pinhole camera, I imagine you'd be okay. I think you can get a cardboard box and poke a pencil through it, too. <laughs> uh, you guys... We have a sponsor. We do. Yeah. It's not It's not yet Ray-Ban. Nope. It's not yet Cameras. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. I, who the fuck sponsors an Eclipse? Yeah. But we love our sponsor. We do. He and he's is. back. He's back. We actually have yeah. him. He's our first sponsor, guys. He's our favorite sponsor. And he's our only sponsor. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. Hey everybody, it's your best friend, Monty Lamonti, and I'm back again with an amazing tip for you, my best friend. This tip, I feel, goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I know some of you out there are doing exactly what you don't need to be doing, and that, people, is making your bed. Come on, man. Why would you ever make your bed? That's the most ridiculous thing ever. You're only going to get back into it in a few hours and go to bed and make another mess of it. So leave the bed alone. Let it lay. Nobody cares if your pillows are in place or your blanket is reset. It's ridiculous. Leave the bed be. As always, a positive influence in your life. Your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this tip, you owe me your best friend $2. That's right, a mere $2. Payable via PayPal at Montyism. That's M O N T. E-I-S-M at yahoo.com. Thank you so much. And do not make your bed, knucklehead. But do send me that $2. His uh, <laughs> request for money uh, was actually uh-huh. longer than his, <laughs> than his tip. Than his tip. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a time in my life where I agreed with Monty on that. Okay. But uh, I disagree with him now. Oh. There is something uh, pleasant. Yes about getting into a bed. And I'm not talking about like made like you're in the army kind of bed, yeah. right? Where you bounce a quarter off of it and everything's tucked in so tight. I can't sleep like that. But just, you know, pulling back the covers, laying down, like it, it like I don't know, it's a process. I don't know what it is. It's but it it feels good to me. Okay. I don't like like coming look going into my room and all my fucking sheets and blankets are all wadded up and not looking right. Okay. I don't know. I'm no, just I, I like it too, but I, I actually don't often. Yeah. I used to never do it. When I was single, I never did it. Yeah. And for a good chunk of when we were together, like my wife, Deb and I, uh, because she's a complete fucking blanket hog, and I would often wake up freezing in the middle of the night in the fetal position because I didn't have an ounce of blanket on me. Mm-hmm. We actually have separate comforters. Um, and so quite often, 
I'll, you know, there was a time where like her half of the bed would be made and mine would be just like gumwad <laughs> in the middle of the bed. But anyway, so, but you know, you go Monty. And I got to say, he was talking about beds and he had that hot sort of like house fuck music going yeah. on there, you know, getting really grindy on it. Yeah. Yeah. He's more than your best friend, people. That's he's right. Love. <laughs> he's making love to your wallet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, guys, we have a show. In that show, we have a topic. This week, that topic is eclipses. And we give you so many ways to get so many rich. Yeah, I'm just going to say real quick uh-huh. that this is not a tip so much as a motivation. Okay. All right? All right. I like to, you know, don't want people to think, you know, your preamble is good and solid, but I don't want people to think that they're going to get this next month. But this is the push that may be unique. All right, you guys. So we also hide another little motivation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in this case, it's a in motivation. The, in this show? Yeah, it's a uh, little, bo- little boost. All right. A little boost to get you a little more money. Right. And just like the Eclipse... That money may be 400 times smaller, but it's also 400 times closer, so it looks the same. Uh, So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. So I was going through some older DMs, and I found one from a female fan in London who asked me, please, Robert Frank, can you make a video regarding the terrorist attacks that have taken place here in the UK? But as I'm trying to give this girl the best advice I could give, I found my words eerily reminiscent to the words I gave a mother whose son was being bullied just a few months ago. Now, we know where these subjects on the same level. In fact, they're not even fucking close. But think about the common denominator. Whether it's an attack, being bullied in school, or some fuckface at work giving you a hard time, what do they all want? They want you to be afraid. They want you to quiver like a little fucking bitch and lock yourself in your room, afraid to show your face because of the what ifs. Well, fuck that. Me and my bros and broettes, we ain't afraid of shit. So face your fears, look them right in the eye, and make them your fucking bitch. And keep making these motherfucking games, because the bigger you are, the harder you are to fuck with. And don't be afraid to go out and live your life, because when the big man upstairs calls your number, there ain't shit you can do about it. And every night I pray that when my ticket gets punched, I'm in the glorious house of games, laying on an inclined bench with 130-pound dumbbells over my fucking chest. Because when I enter the pearly gates of heaven or the fiery gates of hell, I want the first person to greet me, to take one look at me and say, God damn, you're fucking jacked! Because swole is the goal, size is the prize. It's game to clap, motherfucker. Let's go. There you go. I hope you guys are feeling pumped to go out and make that money now. Because swole is the goal, size is the prize. Yeah. Who is that? His name's Robert Frank. He's got a YouTube channel. And that's what he does. He sits in his car. He's a big... I don't know if he's a juice head or not. Uh-huh. He's, he's definitely like a... I mean, you know, yeah, the House looks- of Gains is the gym he goes to. Okay. And he's a big muscly dude. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to guess from hearing that that, yeah, he, he's doing steroids. <laughs> he's got, like, roid rage just... I'm not 100% sure. There were some uh, uh, other videos on his channel that were a little more sedate, like the real Robert Frank, uh-huh. where he was just talking to his yeah. audience. But when he's doing that, boy, yeah, it's, oh, man, makes you want to go. Yeah, sure does. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, I also like getting rich off eclipses. <laughs> do you now? I do. Excellent. So I'm going to tell you guys how to do that, right? All right. Uh so I, I I first thought about doing some sort of weird SantaCon type event at the Eclipse, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something like everyone marauding around in evil clown alien zombie outfits when totality hits and partying afterwards. But then I thought, no, uh, came across this gem, though, when I was researching that. Mm-hmm. 
It was in the Post and Courier. It's the largest Charleston uh, paper. Winner of the Pulitzer Prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had an article entitled, Agencies Advise on Possible Lizard Man, Bigfoot Sightings in South Carolina <laughs> During Eclipse. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, there's lots of lizard man and Bigfoot sightings in the Carolinas. Uh, is uh, Now, uh, out of curiosity, I don't know if you know this, but uh-huh. are we talking lizard man like... Uh, uh, they live lizard men? No. Or are we talking lizard men like he's some creature that lives that's half lizard, half man that lives in the swamp? They have a lizard. They have lizard men around. Right. There. He's like a Bigfoot or yeah. a chupacabra. It's not the ruling elite that is gotcha. wearing a, okay. a, a <laughs> skin mask. Gotcha. Uh, and lizard underneath. It's an uh-huh. actual, just, you know, North Carolina lizard man. Because I feel like a solar eclipse would reveal the lizard men from another dimension as well. Yeah. Or we were talking about this at work. They they take their their human skin off to and absorb they bask the, uh, yeah. in, in their lizardness, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so the South Carolina Emergency Medical Management Division uh-huh. has said that lizard man sightings are rising quickly ahead of the eclipse. Oh God! Uh, which <laughs> thought to me like, are they getting agitated? Can they feel it coming? Uh-huh. And it's the the quickening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, uh, it is exactly like the quickening. Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot has been known to run around during eclipses. Uh, eclipse fun fact. <laughs> okay. Right? Uh, so most animals, apparently when the eclipse happens, mm-hmm. the insects go quiet, mm-hmm. the birds go quiet, most animals hide, they get all freaked out. They right. don't know what's going on. Chimps, our closest relative. Uh-huh. Climb to the top of the trees and watch. Did they go blind? No, I guess they don't stare right into the okay. sun. But uh, yeah, chimps. It it they're like, what's going on? Yeah, and they climb up and watch. I thought that was really cool because they're still waiting for like the the uh, the big monolith to come yeah, down the from the sky that yeah. they can then you know jump around. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, but you know. Also, one of our closest relatives is Bigfoot. Yeah, you know he's as like far an ape as we man. know, we don't actually know what he is. I think he's an ape man. You think? Yeah. I mean, but you don't know. He he's a parallel uh, evolution from chimps. Again, you think? Yeah. But you don't know. And why chimps? Chimps are not native to North America, and that seems to be where Bigfoot is constantly seen. Other than the Himalayas, where the Yeti is, well, yeah, but which there is was, not another place where chimps are either. There was an ice bridge before, though, between Asia, yeah, but chimps, AKA Himalayas, and okay, but that still doesn't explain chimps. What do you mean? When you say, well, you just said that they are an offshoot of chimpanzees. You ever hear of Pangaea? Were there chimps in Pangaea? There, yeah, something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they took a blimp. I don't know. Uh, uh, they okay. got here somehow. Now you're mocking. Now you're mocking me because you are being defensive because I'm tearing down your weird theory. You're not tearing down my theory. Anyway, it's, guys. That's, it's impossible to tear something down that was never fully built. So Bigfoot have been known to run around during eclipses. Mm-hmm. Lizard man sightings are quickly on the rise. So I find this strange. And yeah. I'm going to say why I find this strange. Why? Right. So the whole idea of the lizard man. Yeah. Lizards are cold-blooded creatures. Yeah. They are out in the daylight all the time. Yeah. Right? Laying on a stone because they need to warm up. Otherwise, they're going to die. Yeah. Why aren't lizard men just seen 
all the time just lying on stones in the swamps no, 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 of South Carolina. No, because it's a lizard man. It's, yeah. it's got so a beating, warm pumping. Yeah, yeah. What? Blizzards have beating, pumping hearts. It's their cold-blooded creatures. <laughs> no, their blood just travels by <laughs> gravity. <laughs> uh, guys, Josh needs to take a biology class. <laughs> Josh needs to take a biology class. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Why do I need to take a class when I can learn so much from you? That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so, you guys, as we know, just like chimps, Bigfoot, they get curious about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greenville Police Department in, in uh, North Carolina warned, if you see a Bigfoot, please do not shoot. Uh, <laughs> they claim it is because it could be a human in a gorilla suit, like <laughs> what my original idea started as, uh, running around during the eclipse. <laughs> Uh, but I doubt it, right? Uh-huh. It's they know. <clears throat> yeah, there's Bigfoot, and yeah. there's a lot of Bigfoot in North Carolina, South Carolina, the Carolinas. Yeah, as we say in plural. Uh huh. So come on, guys, get a grip. So what you're gonna need to do, you're gonna go to the Carolinas. You can do this when you hear this. Start packing. Uh huh. Because you can do this for this eclipse. I can't remember. I'm sorry. When we did the leprechaun uh-huh. episode, was the sightings of the leprechauns, wasn't that in the Carolinas as well? No, I think that was in... Was somewhere uh, down south. Up by, oh, no, I thought it was by Portland. No. I thought it was. No, no, it was It was the south summer. Okay. I'll look at All it. All right, sorry. so uh, what you need to do now, after this show ends... Uh-huh. Uh, if you listen you're, only, to, you're only going to have a couple of days. Yeah, you're only going to have a couple of days. If you're listening on only to our podcast, too late... Uh, you're going to go to the Carolinas. You're going to go somewhere in the path of totality. Uh, you're going to look for where these lizard men, where these Bigfoot have been sighted, because that's where they are. Mm-hmm. That's why people saw them there. Um, and you're going to go and set up shop in a clearing outside of dense woods. You're going to bring a tranquilizer gun, mm-hmm. a big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and you're going to set up a camera, a good one, mm-hmm. uh, to take auto snap the pictures. Right. Auto fire, right? I gotcha. And you're just going to wait there. And when the eclipse starts, the curious Bigfoot or lizard men are going to come into the clearing because they can't see up through the trees. Good point. Uh, and they're going to want to see what's happening. So you're going to shoot them, you're going to catch them. Uh, then you can travel around the country. Yep. Uh, if you miss, you're going to get a high-quality picture of a Bigfoot or a lizard man underneath a full eclipse. And that'll make you almost just as rich. Yep. You know, like, you know that iconic Bigfoot picture of him, like, walking through uh-huh. the woods? Yep. Bigfoot under an eclipse, looking at the eclipse? Come on. That'll be everywhere. Yeah. You will have the iconic shot of Bigfoot. Yep. Uh, And you will be rich, 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 beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Great idea. You know, the whole traveling around thing, remember the last sort of uh, freak of nature that they tried to travel around as a show piece, King Kong. Okay. And how that turned out for everyone. Yeah. So I'd be careful about that. Well, these aren't as big as King Kong. But it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot. You don't know what powers Bigfoot has. Probably pretty strong. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said get a big tranquilizer. Oh, gun. no. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying 
you've never, no one's ever experienced a big Bigfoot in captivity. No one's ever tried to uh, chain one down. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what its actual strengths are. You don't know what it can do. Yeah. It's just a lot of hearsay. So I'm just saying be careful. I think you can make friends with it. It yeah. depends on how you go about it. Harry and the Hendersons. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best movie ever. <clears throat> I'm like the Hendersons and you're like Harry. Yeah. You're just this big, hairy, apey thing. Total eclipse of your heart. <laughs> You've been waiting all show to figure out how to work that in. No, no, no. You? You're a liar. I did think of uh, after I had said about the heavy metal meltdown uh-huh. that that also would be the the only acceptable alternative act. Well, that act would she would be the she would just do that one song. Yeah. As the eclipse is happening, yeah. it's probably like the perfect amount of time—a three-minute power ballad, you know—and the three minutes of eclipse that you're experiencing. Yeah. But be better perfect. would be Ozzy doing War Pigs. Full eclipse bites the head off a bat. You don't bite heads off of bats anymore. It would have to be like a gummy bat. Yeah, we'll get him a gummy bat. In it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, that's a solid one, Noel. Yep. What do you another, got? Another winner. Okay. So, uh, on the line again of what you had said that in 600 million years, tidal shifts, we're not going to, not ever going to have a solar eclipse again, right? So this a can full. a full a full solar eclipse. Yeah. But I was thinking about rich people. Love to pay for shit that normal people can't have. Yeah. Rich people love to pay for shit for their parties, for Mm -hmm. their kids' bar mitzvahs, Mm -hmm. for whatever. They pay, you know, they'll pay Beyonce a million dollars to come and sing two songs. Yeah. Or one song for Beyonce and another act will be like half a million dollars for four songs. I remember Kanye West did some kids' bar mitzvah. And this is when, at the height of his popularity, and he made like two million dollars to come out and do one song. And that's crazy. Yeah. Rich people love, and they love one-upping each other. And I was thinking, like, how could you offer rich people Mm -hmm. for their party on demand, on call, for as much, for as long as they want or as little as they want, a full, total solar eclipse? Yeah. Right? And I was thinking, I mean, I guess what you'd have to do create your own planet, right? I was like, well, nothing like that's out there. Wouldn't it be great, though, if you had like a Death Star? Yep. Right? And you could build the Death Star and do it. But that sounds absurd, right? There's, you know, who's ever built the Death Star? No one, right? It's from a movie. But I did a little searching. And there's a company uh-huh. in England. Yeah. And it's called, uh, uh, where is it? Let me find it here. It is called Haynes Manuals. And they are a car repair manual publisher. Okay. They publish manuals. They're like an independent manual publisher for every kind of vehicle that you can find. Mm -hmm. And they have done a series of Star Wars and Star Trek manual with schematics, blueprints, uh, everything you could need, cutaways, everything you need to figure out how to build in this case, your own Death Star. Okay. There's a specific, and it's like 17 pounds for this manual, which is nothing. Yeah. I mean, look, building a Death Star ain't going to be cheap. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like if you're not building it as a Death Star, right, that's a lot of moving parts in terms of the weaponry of it. Yeah. 
that you don't have to deal with. No. That's a lot of money you're saving there, right? This is not like, we're not talking about turning this into a alternative place to live, although you can do that, sure. certainly. We're not talking about, this is like a kind of like, we go up, it's, it's kind of like the Goodyear blimp, right? Yeah. It's piloted. You can throw some advertising on it. I mean, how cool would it be to see your business advertise like there's a solar eclipse, full solar eclipse, and then suddenly in the middle of it, it goes, GRQ with Josh and Noel, Saturdays on Radio Free Brooklyn. That'd be great. You know how awesome that would be? Yeah. And like m millions of people would see that and be like, what the fuck is going on on the moon? Yeah. Right? So <laughs> they, we know who Josh and Noel are. That's right. <laughs> but what is going on? <laughs> But so we're talking about real bare bones situation here, right? It's take off, plop yourself down. You know, you've already given the formula uh -huh. for size of the uh, uh, distance to size ratio. Yeah. Right. The uh, the current the the second Death Star of the two Death Stars that were built. The second Death Star, roughly about nine hundred kilometers in diameter, which is about two hundred kilometers or so. Maybe a little bit more, maybe three, three or four hundred kilometers or so smaller than the moon. Yeah. So you'd have to adjust for that. You couldn't sort of like just park next to the moon and be like, yeah, we're here. We just need to finesse it. But whatever, you're going to have engineers working on the Death Star to make it fly. So uh, and you don't have to call it the Death Star. You can call it the Eclipse Star. Yeah. You can call it the uh, the Sun Killer. That's another good one. Yeah. Right. Um, but any anything like that. But you could charge these people. So yep. much money for literally two hours of travel. Yeah. So that's it. That's my my other big idea. That's great. I like it. Yeah. Uh, you, so guys, clearly we are making a lot of money. We are. off the eclipse. Uh, you know, every eighteen months, boom, more money. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you know who else you could do for go out and and play during the eclipse? What? It could be uh, ACDC. Let there be rock. That'd be a great song playing during the eclipse. I'm trying to think if I can think of it. Oh, it's great. You should listen to it. Everyone, after the show ends, put that song on. It's awesome. Are you a metalhead or did you go through a phase of metal? When I you like were a younger? lot of metal. I, mm -hmm. I was never a real metalhead. When I was young, I used to like a lot of punk. Uh, and then when <laughs> I got older, I started liking a lot of metal too. But I was never a metalhead. I was never like a headbanger. How do you. Uh reconcile your love of that kind of music with also your love of like Celine Dion. <laughs> and I I I always She's figured the same. I always figured that Celine was was more your Canadian thing like uh -huh. you're just supporting a Canadian act cuz I also know you like uh Ryan Adams too, <laughs> right? And uh <laughs> and uh 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 Crash Test Dummies. Uh I did used to like the Crash Test Dummies. Of course you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh Anyway, guys. <laughs> and it should just cut that one short. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so, guys. Yeah. You want to get in touch with us and give us maybe some suggestions mm -hmm. of what else would be awesome to play on the top of that Mayan pyramid surrounded by a Stonehenge just for the eclipse? And just as a note, to the guys who have sent us uh, uh, suggestions, and yeah. you know who you are, fellas. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing it. Yeah, we haven't. We we're are. not ignoring it. No, Josh feels we need extra prep for it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but if but if you want to give us more ideas, or you know, tell Josh that he's 
dishing on Celine Dion, <laughs> Celine Dion for no reason. Uh, uh, you can. You can reach us on Twitter, GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. I can't speak today. No, That's fine. Really We're not today. doing it at a normal time. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, if you go to iTunes, subscribe, uh-huh. rate, review. Uh, if you only listen to us on iTunes, tune in. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Uh, and uh, give us some love. Stick around. Listen to Trippin' Beats before us. We got Art Star Scene. Got a lot of good stuff. Uh, but how do you... Uh, we got a lot of money now, guys. What are we going to do with all that money? <laughs> You're right. I just can't speak. Uh, what are we going to do with all that money? Josh can tell us right now. Josh, please take it away. Three Twins Ice Cream Company was founded by Neil Gottlieb. He also has the dubious honor of inventing the world's most expensive ice cream sundae. Not only will you have to save up $60,000 to buy it, but you better hurry. This ice cream is made from the glacial ice from the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, which is predicted to disappear in the next five to 10 years. Oh, and you'll have to travel there to get it. Don't worry, it's included in the price, and you'll be accompanied by Gottlieb himself. He'll hand churn you a batch of ice cream while you presumably stand there awkwardly trying to make small talk. The price also includes first-class airfare, five-star accommodations, and of course, some epic ice cream. And just to sweeten the deal a little bit, Gottlieb is even willing to throw in a free t-shirt made of organic cotton, of course. There you go. Yeah, free t-shirt, guys. 60k for a free t-shirt. Yeah, get ice it. Cream. Get it. Get some. Uh, so, you guys, we know that our ideas are fantastic. How do you know that they are worth quitting your job, alienating yourself from your friends, taking out loans, selling your car, uh, getting a second mortgage on your house? It's spending your kids' college money. It's because Josh scours the internet for rules to get rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week? Today's <laughs> rules come from 11 key principles from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles, originally written in 1910. Yeah. Uh, number one, opportunity is infinite. Yes, it is. Like the universe, the vast, vast universe of which we were reminded how vast it is when the moon becomes between the sun yes we do uh and finally number two create not compete yeah create not compete uh we're we're, we're creating a blimp we're creating a a park to have fun and rock out in that's right we're creating it all yeah and we're getting rich which this obviously shows two for two so uh once again for josh and noel don't spend all that knowledge in one place <laughs> Gonna get rich quick.